Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I have been plagued with esophagus acid, and it burns the esophagus. I've had it for 30 years, and I've had doctors give me prescriptions for it and everything. I never got rid of it. I've been on the Balance of Nature for about three and a half, four months. It is completely gone. I didn't even notice it. It has to be the Balance of Nature because it's the only supplement I'm taking. And I just wanted you to know that because it's uh, made a world of difference in my life. I just wanted to let you know. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. For a limited time, all new preferred customers will receive an additional 30% discount and free shipping on your first Balance of Nature order. You will also receive an extra $10 off on any additional set of fruits and veggies you purchase. This summer special will expire, so don't wait. Call 800 800- Two four six eight seven five one, or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Kate. America, drowning in information, starving for wisdom. The Kate Daly Show starts now. It's my- Daly Show. I've got Uncle Milty with me. I can't believe we're at the last uh, segment of the show. My gosh, it goes yep. so fast. <laughs> uh, make sure and check out the podcast on katedalyradio.com. You can email me at kate at katedalyradio.com and also Uncle Milty, Uncle Milty at katedalyradio.com. How easy is that? Find us on Facebook and Twitter at The Kate Daly Show. Um, wow. There's a, there's a big headline, and it isn't front page, which is kind of interesting to me. Uh, it just barely came out while we've been on the show today about Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. So you want to go there? Sure. Let's go there. Let us go there. Well, um, the, the, they've lost the funding yeah. through Title mm-hmm. X. Which equates to? That's... $260 million, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound like much. But it actually could fund 260,000 abortions. Right. And that's good news that they've lost that because uh, it is murder. So I have just such a hard time even talking about this subject because I feel so strongly about it. But... Well, uh, but this is good about Title X to a certain degree, right? I mean, well, of course, they claim that it's going to interfere with providing other medical care. I, I don't like it when they call it care. I'm sorry, care. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the time. other the other thing is is wow. Planned Parenthood doesn't need to provide any other medical care mm-hmm. because we have Medicaid. Yes. Medicaid pays for a lot of that medical care. care they claim to fund. Yes. And so it's not necessary. What they use money for is abortions. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. One of the line. biggest ruses in America was that they were funding women's health care is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, right. And w- which is something that even those women that you would were used to get online on social media, they still do. And they talk about and they praise Planned Parenthood because they had women's health care from them, um, which is it, it is such a, a big joke now when people find finally realized that they were never about that and it equated to what like two percent of their overall um goings on in their clinics i mean that's what that's what's so sad it was a huge ruse and people just weren't understanding or seeing it and they kept thinking that the only way you could go get women's health care was through planned parenthood what, what a joke that is and how sick that is it's sickening 
is what it is. Sure. That, that that even took place that they were able to say that it was about health care. Well, it's not just Planned Parenthood that's mm-hmm. pulling out either. Right. Uh, Maine Family Planning is mm-hmm. pulling out. Uh, National Family Planning and Reproductive Health Association. Because of the enforcement of Title X, right? Yep. Under Trump's a- yep. administration. Um, and they're basically enforcing this. And so uh, the defund Planned Parenthood. And um, and they were viewing, of course, you know, Title X grants as an indirect subsidy. Absolutely. Yep. And so now, of course, the headlines are poor Planned Parenthood. Yeah. They're there because of those, you know, religious nuts out there. They don't get their money. No, it's because what they're doing, actually. And it's and it's nice to see um, them as the beneficiary of something that that should never happen, that that they're having to kind of halt some of this. Well, Thank the, goodness. the honest conversation is mm-hmm. that the majority of Americans do not want tax dollars to pay for abortion, period. Yeah, which End it shouldn't. Story. It shouldn't. This is this is just horrifying on so many levels that, that we've allowed this to even go on as long as it has. And and I really I'm really speaking to the so-called conservative, our conservative base in not doing enough to thwart this through the decades. They really did not. And the reason that they didn't was they kept saying, well, we'll be challenged in court. That was the big excuse all these years. Yeah. That's why I think that both sides of the aisle sort of work together because, you know, I don't care whether there's a lawsuit or not. Stand up for what's right. This is this is just sick. It's sickening what, what's been going on in this country. Talk about a genocide and into the over 60 million mm-hmm. uh, and growing. Th- this is so sad to me. Do you know, I was I looked at I was looking at uh, TV last night. I was watching a t- little bit of TV and Wonder Woman came on. Do you know who um, who created Wonder Woman? It was William Marston. William Marston lived in a polyamorous relationship, and this was back in the 1900s, mid-1900s, early 1900s. He lived in a polyamorous relationship with two different women, okay? When he died, these two women kept on loving each other, shall we say. Mm. Very interesting relationship, but one of them was Olivia Byrne. Olivia Byrne, um, her aunt was Margaret of Planned Parenthood Margaret. Oh, Yes, of the one oh, that started all of this. The S word. Yes, yes, the stinger. So, so her movement, so her mother, Emily Byrne, worked closely, of course, with her sister. Now, they kind of despised each other at the end. In fact, um, Margaret wouldn't give her sister any of the, uh, if you want, credit towards their, their big abortion uh, mm-hmm. business. But it was the two of them that were in cahoots to get to get women signed on to this and to really up the level of feminism. The role of uh, Wonder Woman, they actually wanted to call her Suprema Woman in the very beginning, but Wonder Woman was created from Olivia Byrne and his wife. This is where that character came from. They were these ultra uh, feminists, and they wanted the character of Wonder Woman to not need men. Men were unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Men were only there for reproductive rights and or reproduction and, and nothing else. And that was the whole message of Wonder Woman in the very beginning. Well, the moral of this story mm-hmm. is look at how long these progressives have been around. Oh, my gosh. They yes. started this stuff early, yeah. early, early in they the really 1900s. Did. And, and they, they've been patient mm-hmm. and they've never changed their goal in 100 years. Boy, you're right on the money on that one.
Isn't it sad? It is sad. You know, these comic book characters, I don't think if we realize what the true origin was or what they were really wanting by designing these women characters, you know, polyamorous relationships where you had three people uh, did not really happen during that time. That was considered very strange and, and very weird as it is even is today, right? Today it's becoming a little more commonplace, which to me, it's still strange. Yeah. I believe in traditional marriage. And so um, just to know what these origins are and these young girls that want to dress up like Wonder Woman for Halloween are, are, are really, it, it, is the, it is the promotion of this feminism gone gone bad this feminism into uh, the abortion areas of of our past it's kind of amazing to me that we don't recognize where these things stem from so i did want to throw that in as a bit of trivia for you but the um the planned parenthood and what it has become it makes me sad it makes me sad that that we as a nation have learned to adopt this as a norm and this is an atrocity. And so we've spoke out a lot about this mm-hmm. subject, oh, Uncle yeah. Milty and I. And we've had some pretty emotional shows over this because of, the, because of what New York did and what's gone on this year. This year, we've actually talked about it more than, um, say, a couple of years previous yep. because of what New York did in some of these states. And so the states can choose. There is no federal... There is no federal anything on this. Just because the Supreme Court did Roe versus Wade does not mean that every state has to abide by that. The states won't tell you that. The states like to work under this umbrella of federal um, rulings, which actually there is no such thing as a federal ruling. But they like to work under the auspice of that. So just make sure and remind your state your state uh, legislators and so forth that they do not have to comply. There's nobody making them comply uh, with even Roe versus Wade. And it's nice to hear the president speak out about Mm -hmm. that, you know, even as far as being able to kill the baby after birth. Oh, my gosh. And he's spoken Uh, out about that. Makes me ill. And so um, so there is some there 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 is some applause there for 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 making things tougher, more more tough on Planned Parenthood. Good. I'm glad to see that. And um, I'm glad that they are. Uh, shown the door a little bit uh, through Title X. All of these things that have come up to fund them should be stripped away. And so the enforcement of that, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that. That's a nice change. We need to do away with it completely. But I'll take, I'll take it if, if this is a leap towards that direction. Um, then thank you because I have a feeling that whether four years from now, um, which I probably think it would be that we would have the other turn at presidency, which which they would heavily, heavily promote this idea and bolster them back up. And, you know, they will, too. And so I'll take the reprieve while we can get it. But we need to fight for our states more and, and encourage our own states to work harder in this in this endeavor. We, we've really not done our job as a citizenry in telling them that this is not OK. So. Please, by all means, we need to work harder at that. Please. Please. There's just so much. And uh, um, there was something else you were going to mention, too. And I'm trying to think what it was, Uncle Melty, that we were just talking about before this. Well, we were talking about the Pentagon Mm. this weekend did a missile test Mm -hmm. that has been illegal for 30 years under the treaty with the Russians. Hmm. and since that treaty has been ended, right. the missile test was done on a on a missile that has been banned for all those years. Mm-hmm. And you know what's are they trying to 
show that we're ready to defend ourselves, or are mm-hmm. they trying to escalate some type of a Cold War again? Right. Mm, that's a good question, because we've been kind of ramping up for this, haven't we, with all the... Sure. Because I'll tell you, a couple of years ago, 70% of Americans did not see a threat from Russia, did not see anything until the media and uh, the government up to the premise, and we're talking about pretty much one side of the government, upping a premise that Russia was involved in our elections, which we all know wasn't true. And so then now they've become sort of like the enemy again, yes, right? Yes, of course. Okay, and uh, so now it's flopped. Now 30% of Americans don't see them as a threat, whereas opposed to two years ago. This is the kind of propaganda overload that affects our thinking and perspective. If you can go from in two years to having that much of a percentage feel differently about it, you know that the media has done their job and the government's yep. done their job, yep. especially leftist progressives. It's pretty. Uh, I know. Pretty amazing. What do you think? Do you think it's uh, exploiting that? Do you think it'll? You know, this particular test mm-hmm. was, pr- I think, pretty innocuous. All it is is a ground-based uh, cruise missile, mm. and Gorbachev, in the agreement that was uh, that was done, they they agreed at the time not to do any more testing with cruise missiles. Ah. So it's it's not a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have plenty of cruise missiles. This is just a ground launch system. Okay. So mm. it's just the start of something. That's yeah, all is. I think. Who knows what it'll lead to? It is. Uh, so we'll have to we'll have to follow this one. But you know what? It's, a, it's an observation that it could be right on the money. Well, Putin has already made a statement that Russia will now have to engage in a full-scale development of similar missiles. Mm. So there you go, right there. Right, right. Okay. And uh, as we were coming into the show today, we were talking about the fact that they're all pointing towards economic crisis ahead. What, were, what was your thought on this? I just wanted to get well, your... Well, all the indicators say no. Yeah. And all the economists say no. Some extremely angry. Because if you continue to talk negatively and you get enough Americans to believe that we're getting ready to have a recession, mm-hmm. you can cause a recession. <laughs> yeah, people start pulling their money out yeah. and acting differently, which actually promotes something But to there has been a lot of talk from leftists about how nice it would be to have a recession to hurt the president. There will well, be, it won't hurt any people. <laughs> It'll just hurt the president. You've got to know that you're kind of screwed up in your thinking when you wish an economic <laughs> problem to happen after all these leftist progressives are making hand over fist right now, and then they want to curb that for themselves right. just to make somebody look bad. You've got to be kidding it's me, right? It's sick. It's really That's sick. That's a really sad state of affairs right there. That, that really is. I mean, think about how comical that is and what, what irrational thinking that is. Yeah. Yeah. They want to help the poor people by starting a recession. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, how do you promote socialism? And we've talked about this many times on the show. We've done some broadcasts on this. If you have a flourishing country like we did in the 50s, how do you start promoting um, a cause in which you can bring in socialism. How do you how do you do that when people are flourishing from the opportunity of you America? Can't. You can't. <laughs> you have to create it.
And that's exactly what happened from the mid-50s on as they started creating uh, so many classes because our poor is unlike anyone else's poor. I mean, you know, if you compare us to a third world country, um, no, we do not have the significant issues that they have. Our freedoms have brought us so much in this country, but you have to create something. You do, because otherwise you cannot have the the platform to bring in all of the social programs that they've brought in. So... Um, you look back on society and tell me when they didn't create something. And compared to, to the rest happen. of the world, our poor are yeah. only in danger of maybe being poor. <laughs> yes, and, and maybe food insecurity yeah, at best, but not starving. So that's and... why that's why they always say food insecurity. I've loved the shows we've done on that to point that out because it really is big picture stuff that yeah. a lot of people won't point out. But I tell you, it's so important for our perspective today. Uh, Thanks for listening in. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here tomorrow. Go to katedallyradio.com for the podcast. A big thank you to Uncle Milty uh, and his wisdom. And we'll be back tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Everybody have a great one tonight.